Welcome to Lights On Podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you're feeling generous, please rate us five star and share us with others. I'm your host, Mitra Manesh. I'm the founder of InnerMap, a new mindful storytelling and coaching app. I teach at UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center, and for the past 35 years, I've been coaching my brilliant clients on four continents to live, love, and lead more mindfully, peacefully, and joyfully at home and at work. You can find out more about my work by visiting mitramanesh.com. But right now, I'm grateful for your presence and your mindful journey. So what is compassion and what is the difference between, because we talked about loving kindness a lot, you know, being loving. And so what's the difference between compassion and loving kindness? Loving kindness means just being loving in a general sense, of course. But compassion is to have an open heart or be loving and kind at the time of suffering. So when open heartedness meets suffering, that's compassion. Meaning when something is happening, like when you were saying this person is unwell or when, when that, that person was angry. And by the way, the suffering could be anything. I mean, suffering could be because I think I have a, a discoloration on my face. It doesn't matter. If I'm suffering, I'm suffering. So that compassion, can we be present, one? Two, can we be present with a sense of loving kindness? It really comes from a philosophy of understanding that we are all interconnected. And even though that, that suffering may not be mine, I'm somehow affected by it. It's not my suffering, but I am affected by it. And by interconnectedness, I'm sure you all know that we start by being codependent as a child. Then we take off and we become independent. And eventually, a healthier way of being with people is interconnected meaning you count on me and I count on you, whoever we are, we may be just neighbors or you may be my brother or whatever it is, it, that connection is interconnectedness. So when we really get to the interconnectedness philosophy, when we really understand that we can't close the door and say, well, that's not my problem in that sense, you can say it is not my with kindness. You see the tone changes. It is not my problem to solve. However, I send you my loving kindness and compassion, it's very different than saying, so we go from one extreme to other. Either we pick up too much, I make your suffering mine, or I just drop it and say, none of my business is like basically, you know, go to hell and, and go and take care of your own pain. But the interconnectedness and compassion that we're talking about is quite balanced. First of all, the first step for it is to acknowledge that suffering exists in this world. We really, especially in more um, progressive worlds, as they call themselves, um, in the modern world, we really want to ignore, deny, not see the pain. The best way to see that, and I have a very special connection with homelessness for some reason. I, I don't know. Maybe I was a homeless person before. But when you see, when people see, they just go like, they want to go to the other side. It's really interesting. It, they can't even look at homeless people. I know partially it's safety, security reason. I'm, I'm, I'm cognizant of that. But part of it is like, oh, that's just too much to handle. 
I especially saw that when I lived in Toronto, Canada, which is extremely cold. In winter, I mean, we're wearing these like thick, I mean, I remember my jacket was this thick and still I could feel the cold. And then to look at another human being who's made out of same bone and meat and think that they're going to be there whole night, whole night. I can't stand it for five minutes. And they're going to, people could not look at homeless people in winter. Really interesting. They're just like, they go to the other side. They're like, oh, can't handle this. So I think the first step in taking and connecting with our compassion is acknowledging not overreacting, not, not, none of those. Acknowledging, yes, pain exists. Pain exists. Suffering exists. They're two different things, but, but suffering definitely exists. And of course, pain exists. So that's the first step. The second step is, which is the very hard one, this is the challenging one, to allow it to, to come in. Usually when we see something harsh, we want to get rid of it. We want to send it out. We want to get rid of it and you don't want to let it in. And a, the way to work with it, actually, it's almost like martial arts. When something comes in, there are two ways to deal with it. One is to do this with it. And two is actually let it in and take its force and for it to work with its own power at its coming. And it seems like this is actually a far more effective way of going like this. So you let it in. When we don't let it in, what do we do? Denial was the first one, of course. We, we deny it. The second, the extreme of it is exactly what we talked about, that you take too much of it. So the visual of it is, imagine that the suffering that is coming as waters, okay? One is to just stop the water and say, don't come in. There are no waters. They sh or if they are, they shouldn't come in. The other one is to allow us drown in the waters of suffering, which also is not helpful. It's the other extreme, which is not really helpful for us or helpful for somebody else. If I'm able to help, I need to be not drowning myself. A drowning person cannot save a drowning person. So you let the waters in and you actually float in the water instead of be overwhelmed. And, and drown in the waters of suffering of others. So when you're floating in it, meaning that you're not overwhelmed by it and you're not denying it, then something else happens, some doors open, some, you go to another place. And it's just like what you were saying, John. You need to experience it to understand it. M most of mindfulness practices is really like falling in love. You can't sit there and describe it to people because really falling in love makes no logical sense. No logical sense. Just think about it. By the way, a lot of meaningful things in life makes no logical sense. If I said there's just this one person that I do anything for and I do this and I go out of my way and even though they hurt me, even though they do this, I stay with them. You will say, excuse me, what's the population of earth? <laughs> and I say, well, why? They say, well, no, just, well, just curiosity. Billions, oh, okay, seven billion. So you have six billion, nine hundred other options, and you're still saying, yeah, but you don't understand. I love him. So it makes no logical sense. Why don't you just leave and go and find somebody else? Most people tell you. Well, because this particular person, 
there is a connection. I need to experience this person. So it's not about making sense. It's about really practicing. But when you do fall in love, you say, ah, I understand. Then your appetite decreases. Then every move they make, you understand. It's like the scent they wear, the music they listen. Now you understand very thing that made no sense to your logical mind a week before. Mindfulness is the same. When you practice it, then it makes sense. But when you talk about it, it makes no logical sense. So letting in, which is the most difficult practice of compassion practice, that you'd actually let the suffering be there, not in, in, that you're overwhelmed, but enough that you can sit with it, that you can be with it, and you can just stay with it to see what you can do with it. So what do we do when the compassion is not there? Exactly, and your share was just so beautifully right on the point. What do I do when I look at these people? I see their sufferings. By the way, not being conscious brings a lot of suffering. If you look at the suffering in the world, mainly is self-imposed. Why? Because of lack of awareness and consciousness. That's why we are suffering. Our suffering comes from lack of awakeness. But I can't sit there and say, excuse me, guests for Thanksgiving, you are all suffering because you're old. Look, you can't do that. And that's not available for you maybe to go to a compassionate place. But you can always start with yourself. You can always go to where compassion is available. Go to, with your dog, go with the child, go with the baby that was just born to the family. Go with somebody, wherever you start doesn't matter. The question is, can you access exactly what I asked? Can you access self-compassion at that point? And sometimes self-compassion is not available. Other compassion is available. So you start with other compassion and graduate yourself to self-compassion if it's needed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in such a, like with the tone that you were using, I was thinking maybe self-compassion may not be available all the time when you see these patterns. I think I can't believe this really. Like I'm really, I know what this is going to do to the consciousness of the world. But I still want to tell you, do you know what John said? You know, he said, like, I can't stop myself. So self-compassion may not be available at that time, but I can just close my eyes and say, who can I, maybe news, maybe a person that you saw, maybe a dog, a pet, a baby, whoever, it doesn't matter why and how you access the compassion, then you can take it and put it on every, it's like a sauce you make. Now you can put it on the salad. You can trickle it on, on top of the broccoli. Then you can put it on, you can put it anywhere. The question is, can you access the sauce? In that moment? In that moment, exactly. Wherever you can go. And if you can't, sometimes you can't. Leave it and say later, but go back to it. Just like, you know, nine o'clock. Maybe I'll go at it nine o'clock. Maybe after I take my shower, I'll do that. Maybe when I go, uh, I mean, confession, I'm sorry, you're recording. I go to bathrooms all the time when I'm with people because that's when I can just regroup with myself and say, can I somehow find a way to go to a compassionate that's place? Why you're going to <laughs> <laughs> she leaves an office like 10 times. <laughs> it's, it's the best regrouping place. It's my office, it's my individual office because that's really nobody comes in. And you can actually say, okay, where can I access it? And, and if it's not available that time, go some other time. But go at it. Make sure you go and 
revisit it because you don't want to let these things hanging. Something else that is very important about compassion and the difference between co compassion and loving kindness is that compassion is a verb. You need an action. And you may say, what are you talking about? The ambulance is going, there's war happening in Uganda. What do I do? What, what kind of action can I take? Well, it's not an action, action. It's not like I come and change your family. It's not that. I can just, that sending loving kindness is an action. I did something about it. Sometimes, honestly, I just go for a walk on the street that my office is located. And as I go, I just send loving kindness randomly to people. I see them. I don't say it out loud, of course, because they really think I'm crazy. But I just look at them and say, may your day be fantastic. May you resolve your issues. May you have a better day. May you be kind to yourself. May whatever is on your mind just get resolved and dissolved. And I just do that. It's really amazing how many times... People pick up the energy. And you know what they usually say? Because people don't know how to answer it, something like that. They come and say, excuse me. And I say, what? Well, I know what happened. They say, um, uh, you look so familiar. <laughs> That's the most common one. When I was younger, they would say, you're beautiful. But they don't say it much. <laughs> it's like that. You look so, your hair is so nice. But I know what it was. They picked up on my energy. They picked up on something that made this connection available, but they don't know what to say. They don't, we don't know what to say. What do I say? You look for, do I know you? You know how many people tell me, do I know you? I say no, but I think we can get to know each other. <laughs> it's, 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 I know what it is. You know, that interconnectedness, that's interconnectedness in action. They realize they're connected with me, but since we're physical beings, we want to say, I, I've, have I seen you somewhere? Like, you've never seen me before, but you just connected with me because I just sent you loving kindness. So it's an action, but it's not an action action. I don't need to do anything. I can just send. And you know what's funny? When I send it to you, I don't know why, somehow I feel settled. I feel good too. That moment. And as, as funny as that ambulance practice is, somehow it settles my mind. I mean, I'm sure there's nothing I can do. The car is going by. But when I close my eyes and wish them something good, somehow heart settles down. So this is compassion. And any questions about it before we do a practice on it? Maybe the bed. Yeah? I might have. Go ahead. I'm just thinking about it. So if you send compassion to somebody else, say, let's take Thanksgiving, because uh, it's a good activating time, and somebody's irritating you, you send them loving kindness, do you think it settles you because it's kind of settling your own provoked, whatever they're provoking in you? Okay. So first of all, you should only send it if you can truly send it. Because may you be happy is not a <laughs> So in that case, you should be sending it to yourself. But let's see energetically. Let's look at it energetically speaking. So I'm provoked. What does that mean? A very, very activating charged energy is in me, correct? So it's not going to go away because it's like, ah. Uh. So what do I do with it? When I say, oh, may I be happy or may I be okay? May I be able to work with this energy? I just reduce the tensity and density of the energy. You see what happened? 
So I'm turning an energy that is charged in a negative sense to a charged energy in a positive sense. I'm gifting either myself or you or the, all the people in the room with something. So you are changing the energy. You're charging the energy. Yes. Not the matter. So I'm not changing you as yeah. a person. I'm changing the energy that was provoked in me, maybe triggered by you. So I'm working with energy. And that energy, that's why people don't know why they're looking at me, but they know there's something that is attracting them to me because energy speaks much louder than words. But I want to bring it back to you now, your example of you walking down the street, sending people loving kindness. Is it because they're provoking something in you? No, 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 random. You just oh, no, I said random, go. random. I'm just, these are my experiments. No, randomly. I'm just walking and sending, you know, saying in my head, you know, may you have a great day, may your issues get resolved, may you be kind to yourself. And then I can tell that there, she's picking up something. She doesn't know what it is because I'm not speaking. Usually the person smiles. That's the first thing I get. I usually get a smile. And I'm not even saying anything. And sometimes when I'm waiting, I, I do a lot of waiting because I take my mother to you know appointments. I'm her caregiver. So I, I'm just waiting and I'm looking. Everybody is like miserable waiting. And I just send them like loving kindness. And they usually, I, I see, like it's like life coming because energy goes immediate. Words, you have to analyze it, make sure, I do, I, do you like me? Do you not like, where am I from? What is the accent? You, more words goes to the mind, but energy goes right to the heart. So if you're provoked, maybe it's better just to send it to Thank yourself. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a much better place to start. And even if that's not available, send it to the pet of the family. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.